Welcome to Empowerment for Today. I'm your host, Roberta Kay, and I'd like to share with you a small but profound truth, and that is how your attitude can make a difference in your altitude. You will find encouraging words of wisdom. Learn how to gain His presence in your life and bring the Word of God into practical everyday living. If you are struggling right now in any area of your life, or if you desire a deeper walk with Christ, your life is about to be empowered today. You know, our attitude is seen by everyone around us. Sometimes we might even think that we're getting away with the attitude that's in there, but we're really not. Our attitude is displayed in the open for all to see. And what's even more important is that your attitude is seen by God. And He moves according to your attitude. (laughs) That's right. Your attitude has a big part to play in your walk with the Lord. You know, sometimes we get those attitudes where, especially, you know, if you're a parent and you have teenagers, like, you know the teenager attitude, right? You see, as we grow older, we still might have that attitude. We just kind of disguise it a little bit. But if that attitude is still underneath, that attitude is that attitude, right? What about when you're in the bank and you're waiting for the teller, but you're so frustrated because you're so important and you've got to be somewhere else and you're sitting there with an attitude like, hurry up, what's taking you so long, right? Ever, ever done that? I I know you guys are better than myself because unfortunately, I have had one of those attitudes here and there occasionally, right? But when you see someone with that attitude, or you see somebody rolling their eyes as they're being talked to, or the boss is giving the presentation, you know, all those attitudes is like all barfing all over everybody, right? That attitude is not a blessing. That attitude is actually going to cost you your altitude. The Word of God is so clear. That attitude is nothing but pride. It's a prideful state. It's saying, I'm better than you. Who are you to make me wait? It's all about me, 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 right? Every attitude. Oh, I've heard this before. Well, maybe you need to listen this time. Maybe they're having to repeat themselves or say something over and over again because you haven't really listened, right? Our attitudes are so much wrapped up in pride. And pride, as you know, is not a good thing. Now, there's a good type of pride, like if you accomplish something and you feel good about it, But then there's that other pride that 
is not a good type of a good type of pride, right? Pride is an overestimation of yourself. It's an excessively high opinion of oneself or one's importance, feeling superior to others. You see, all of that is not a good type of pride. The word says in Proverbs 18:12 that before destruction, the heart of man is haughty and before honor is humility. Well, do you want your life to be full of destruction? Because that's a haughty person. That's a prideful spirit. And that leads to destruction. The word says humility brings honor. There's so many scriptures that talk about pride and humility. Proverbs 11:2 says, "When pride come, then comes shame. When pride cometh, then comes shame. But with the lowly is wisdom." You see, your attitude is yours. It's all you. And you can make that attitude whatever you desire. You see, he's saying when pride comes, then shame comes. Do we want to live in shame? Do we want to be embarrassed? You know, I know um, I've seen a lot in my years of ministry. Um, and I've done some, I would call them not so smart things. But in retrospect, you can see that, no, I was moving in pride. But I can remember this couple. Well, it was more the husband than the wife. And, you know, he, was, he wanted to flip houses, which is great and it's really good. But, you know, he started to, to do one and he made some money. But then you saw the pride come in and you saw the greed come in. And it was quite embarrassing because they went ahead and they, they had one home on one side of the street, but there was a bigger home right across the street from them. And the bigger home looks so much better, right? Again, pride cometh before the shame. So they got all involved. They got this big home. And lo and behold, <laughs> because they couldn't afford it, they literally had to move back into the smaller home <laughs> and lost a lot of money in the process. Now, those are hard lessons to learn. When we're in pride, shame comes. It's so much better to remain humble and stay in humility, not going above God, not going you know, behind God, but staying with God, not getting to above our bridges. You know, what about living above your means? I know so many people in society today, it's so easy because the credit cards are available and then, you know, you can get another loan on your home and, and this and that. And soon you're way over your head 
in debt. God wants us to prosper, but he doesn't want us to do it in our own strength. He doesn't want us to do it in pride, getting things that we don't have the money for. No, instead, humility. God, I'd really love to have that. I'm going to wait on you. You said that as I seek you, as I seek with you, seek you with all of my heart, with all of my mind, that you're going to give me the desires of my heart. I'm going to step back, God, and I'm going to allow you to prosper me. I'm not going to do it myself. I'm not going to go ahead of myself. You know, pride is haughty. It is way thinking higher than yourself thinking higher than you ought to about yourself, thinking higher about your accomplishes, like you've accomplished so much greatness. No, God gives gifts to men and to women. And those gifts are yours to use, but it's all because of the grace of God. And it's because of what he gave you. Now you might have one gift, but you don't have them all. See, someone else has a different gift. There's no room to boast. There's no room to get haughty or think that your gift is more special than the others. We're all God's children. And we all have been given different gifts. Could you imagine if everyone on the earth had the same gift? <laughs> um, Let's see, I think we need people to make food for us, right? We need people to build houses. We need people to, you know, make the furniture to fill those houses. Like there are so many things in this world that if everyone didn't have different gifts, it would be nothing. We wouldn't have anything, right? God made it purposefully that each man, according to his gifts, he moves in. There's no reason to be boastful and proud about what you do or how good you do it. It's all a gift from God. Get over yourself. Get over it, right? Your attitude is yours and it's what you make it. We're gonna take a short break and when we get back, we're going to take a look at some ways that you and I can tweak our attitude and get some altitude. For only 58 cents per day, you can change a child's life forever. Your support gives a child nutritious meals, education, care, and hope for the future. Will you partner with us at Giving Hope to Haiti? With your donations, we can continue our work with the K-12 school in St. Mark. We serve an average of 300 students per year. Our focus is education, Christian values, and inspiration. Use our text to give to sponsor a child. Well, we've been talking about your attitude and pride that goes along with a wrong attitude. Everyone has it. I'm not here to condemn you. If you say that you haven't walked in pride, then you're probably walking in pride. Just that simple. Again, I'm not here to condemn you. I want to see you prosper. 
God says that he exalts the humble. And that's what your altitude means. Your altitude means exaltation. Your altitude means seeing blessings from God. It means that you can go above and beyond what you normally physically in your own strength can do. That's where altitude comes from. Attitude, pride, all that wrong stuff, it brings us low. In other words, if you've got a bad attitude, say in your job place, right? Your boss is looking for somebody. He needs somebody to elevate. He needs someone for another position in the office. Who is he going to pick? Is he going to pick the person that has an attitude every time they're in the office? Like, oh yeah, right. You know, rolling their eyes at the boss. Or is he going to pick the somebody that is there, like listening to the, to the boss? They're listening to him. They're doing what he says to do. They don't have this cocky attitude, know-it-all. They ask questions if they don't understand something. If you're the boss, who are you going to raise up? You see, there's that famous line, you know, fake it till you make it. Well, you know, that's kind of cocky, right? What do you mean fake it till you make it? What Are you going to act proudful? Are you going to act like you got stuff that you don't have? You see, there's a difference between putting on the Lord Christ or putting on the position that you would like to have one day, but not faking it till you make it, not putting on a false persona. That's not going to get you anywhere. Proverbs 29, 23 says, a man's pride shall bring him low, but honor shall uphold the humble in spirit. It's our spirit, man. What inwardly do you esteem yourself way above others? What is in your spirit? You know, in order to get our spirits right, we need to make some adjustments. Sometimes that pride comes because we're intimidated. So we put on this false sense of pride, but that's not the correct way to do it. Remember, humility, humility brings honor. So when we're feeling that way, when we're feeling insecure, when we're feeling in doubt, we need to line up our feelings with what the Word of God says. Number one, we need to take captive our thoughts, but we also need to not walk by feelings. This thing about humility, you know, pride, humility, you've got to discern Am I walking by feelings or am I walking according to the word of God and according to truth? We have to line up our attitude with truth. What is the truth? Right? The word of God is so clear that when we begin to line up how we feel 
according to what the word says, maybe we feel inferior. But God says in his word that I am loved, that I am wonderfully created, that he didn't make a mistake. I mean, God didn't make a mistake making you. So where you're at today, live it. Now, if you want to improve yourself, ask God those weaknesses that you have. You know, we have to be honest with our weaknesses and we can be honest with our strengths. Lining it up with truth. Yes, I am strong in this area. God has gifted me in that area. Doesn't mean that I'm better than somebody else. And my weakness over here, it doesn't mean that I'm less of a person or mean that I have to like put on this haughty attitude because I don't feel that great. No, we have to line it up, line up the truth. I am a child of the living God and I can do this. I can overcome through the blood of Jesus, through my testimony, I can overcome. But I don't have to be acting this haughty. I can come down. You know, if I have to wait a little bit, I'm not so important that I can't wait five minutes. Right? This haughtiness, we got to put it aside. We got to line up with the word of God. Put it down. Put down that proud, self-righteous spirit. What about judging others? That is not a humble spirit. What did Jesus say? <laughs> who, who of you without sin? You know, you guys, hey, you, you without sin, go ahead, throw the first stone. <laughs> Again, if you think you have no sin, I think you need to go read the word a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> because all have sinned and all have fallen short. All of us make mistakes. All of us have error. We can't be one up and we can't be one down. God made us who we are and we need to walk in that humility of where we are at today. Does that mean we don't try to become better? No. We're all striving. Paul said that I, I forget the past, but I press on for the high calling, for that high mark of God. We're still pressing in. We're trying to do our best. We're trying to, to prosper, right? There's nothing wrong with wanting altitude. There's nothing wrong with wanting promotion. There's nothing wrong with wanting to become better at what you are doing. That is all godly. It's just how our attitude is while we're doing it. James 4.10 says, humble yourself before him and he will lift you up. Colossians 3.12 Put on, therefore, as the elective God. This is something you have to work at. You have to put it on. Sometimes you have to put on humility. But it says, put on as the elective God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercies. Feel sorry for the banker or for the cashier at the line 
Maybe it's, maybe it's a bad day for them. Maybe it's been a rough morning. Maybe they're new. Maybe the register isn't working properly. You know, instead of being haughty and upset that you have to wait in line, start having a little bit of mercy compassion says put on therefore as the elect of God holy and beloved bowels of mercies kindness you know when we're walking in pride it's hard to be kind when you're all full of yourself you're not being kind to somebody else you're looking you're looking at this you're looking at my needs my wants my desires put on some kindness right Put on humbleness of mind. Put it on. Put on meekness. Mind you, meekness is not weakness. Meekness is knowing who we are, being able to not be boastful and proud and, you know, ranting and raving at how great thou art. Meekness. Long-suffering. That is a sign of humility. Long-suffering. You know, pride, there ain't nothing that you're waiting on. You ain't long-suffering nothing because all you're about is you, right? But Jesus said, put on therefore as the elect of God. Put on long-suffering, humility. We need to work on this. I know I, I have to work on it. I haven't arrived I'm like Paul, I'm still striving. One day I will, <laughs> right? When I meet him, when I see him face to face, that's when we'll all be per perfected. When we see him, when we meet him face to face, then, then and only then will we be perfect. So this is a process. But if you wanna see good things, if you wanna see good days, if you don't wanna be humiliated, Humble yourself. Humble yourself. Philippians 2, 3. Now this is a good way to checkpoint if you're walking in humility or if you're walking in pride. Philippians 2, 3 says, Let nothing be done through strife or vain glory. Are you doing things to puff you up? Hey, look at me. Look at me. I'm going to place, you know, some money in the tithes. Ben, look at me, everyone, look at me while I put my check in there. Oh, maybe some of you, you know, you, you get the, the hundreds out and you put them in one by one. Look at me, everybody. Look at what I'm doing. That's like an, you know, exaggerated example. But, you know, let nothing be done through stripe or vain glory. Are you doing things to like make yourself look good? If you are, stop. Stop. Get over yourself. Remember, we're to give all praise to God. We're not to be taking the praise. Even Jesus, when they started to say how good he was, he said, don't call me good. There's only one good. Like Jesus himself didn't do it for his own glory. He did it for God's glory. Are you doing things for your glory or his glory? Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than themselves. You know, if we can just do that, 
if when we're at our workplace, if when we're at a line um, in the grocery store, if you know we're at a sports event, wherever you are or whatever you're doing, or what about even in your family? What about just having a holiday dinner? It says, let each esteem others better than themselves. Could you imagine if we all work like that? If we all let down our pride and we just esteemed every single person better than ourselves? The cashier, the hostess, the waiter, our boss. <laughs> what about our coworkers? Esteem others better than yourself. You know, Arnie Dahl, great man of God, used to have a phrase and he would say, well, he would usually say brethren, brethren. He was, he was an old time religious pastor, apostle, you know, and he was kind of astute. And the way he said it, he had like a Norwegian accent. And he said, brother, it is so much better if you would humble yourself rather than have God humble you. <laughs> and, you know, I never really, you know, I would listen to that. And through my years, I, I finally began to, to see what he was saying. It is far better to humble yourself than to have God humble you. This week, I want to encourage you, put on humility, begin to trust God, begin to esteem others as better as yourself, and watch God exalt you. Watch Him raise your altitude. He's for you. He's not against you. He wants to do great things in your life. Will you let him this week? Till next time, remember, stay calm and be empowered. <laughs>